Hey, this is Pastor John Ryan Cantu from Numa Church in Houston, Texas. Thank you for listening to the message today. I hope that it blesses you and all those that you share it with. God bless you. Hello to everybody watching this morning, everyone at, at home, everyone on Facebook, everyone on YouTube. God bless you. <clears throat> we have uh, an even smaller team here this morning than we've usually than we usually had been having. Um, I know we were really excited about coming back uh, this morning. And and before before I get too deep into the word this morning, I want to I want to make sure I have your attention this morning. I know that it's it's hard to uh, uh, sometimes it's hard to watch online, especially you got kids there. Melissa's probably watching and Layla's probably talking her ear off right now. Um, but, but I want to make sure that I have your attention this morning for the next few moments that God has a word for us as a church and I don't want you to miss it. Um, like I was saying, I know that we were all expecting to be back in the building today. Uh, we were going to see some, some familiar faces, uh, some faces that we haven't even seen in, in a couple of months or, or, or more than that. Uh, it was going to be great. Last week, man, we had a, we had a tremendous a service, and uh, we, were, we were gearing up for, for this coming Sunday. Uh, after our services, we, we met with our ushers, and, and we kind of did a whole walkthrough of the whole process, how it was going to look when we re-entered, and it was awesome. Um, and then earlier this week, someone on our leadership team, they called me up, and, and they said that they had tested positive for COVID-19, so you know, we had to make the decision to, uh, to, to not meet uh, today. Um, and of course, not even our usual Sunday team, our whole media team isn't here, our whole worship team isn't here. Um, so things didn't go as planned, but we have learned how to be adaptable. And that's what we have to learn how to become. We have to be adaptable. You, this is an ever-changing world. The only thing that stays the same is God. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow, he is the same. But everything else, your circumstances are going to change. Uh, your, your, your plans are going to change. Even you are going to change. So we have to be flexible. We have to be adaptable. And I appreciate the urgency and the speed of which I was made aware of the whole situation because it gave us enough time to let everyone know. Um, and uh, we had everyone, we had all our leaders, you know, take a, take a test. And, and all of which have, have came back negative. Praise God for that. And uh, this person loves the church, someone that I have a lot of love for, a lot of respect for. Unfortunately, the thing that you don't want to happen, happen to them. So we're going to continue praying for this person and uh, for this family. But this morning, and I'm going to get to the word in a second. This morning, I was talking, you know, I was talking to, uh, to, to some of our, our pastoral team. And, you know, uh, there's been something in my spirit, man, this sense of urgency. I've just, man, I've, I've been wanting to come back to church, man. I have just been, I've just been ready. And, and, and it's one of those things where it's like 50% say, well, I don't know about that, Pastor. And 50% say, let's do it, Pastor. We got your back. And so, you know, it's just one of those things. But, but we decided that the next week, every, all of this, if there's any coronavirus left, it's going to be gone by next Sunday. So we are going to be here next Sunday. We're going to be opening our doors. We're going to have, we're going to have some, some help. We're going to be social, social distancing, all of that stuff. And I want you to come and, 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 and just worship with us. Now, if you don't feel comfortable coming, we're still going to be doing it online. Okay. So whatever you want to do, but 
I'm ready to come back with some people and we're going to worship God this Sunday. Pastor Danny said it uh, great this morning. He said, he said, you go to H-E-B to get your food. Um, why don't you come to church to get your spiritual food? Amen. So he didn't say it like that. I, I, I said a little bit with more fire, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we'll be back here next Sunday. And of course, there's no, uh, if you don't feel comfortable, uh, you can stay home and continue watching online. The spirit of God still permeates every, every medium by which we uh, bring the gospel message. But I don't want you to get too comfortable, man. I don't want you to get too comfortable. I've been, there's been some pastors who have expressed that some of their members in their church have specifically told them, Pastor, I don't know if I'm ever going to come back. I'm cool with watching online. No, no. There is, a, there is a community. There is a coming together. There is something symbolic about coming together. And that's going to be another message. I want you to turn with me to Joshua. Chapter 1, verse 9. Joshua 1, 9. <sighs> Praise God. <clears throat> and it says this. It says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over to this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the, that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. For the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the, the river Euphrates, all of the land of the Hittites, uh, to the great sea towards uh, the going down of the sun shall be your territory. And I want you to listen to this, verse 5. It says, No man shall be able to stand before you all of the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that the Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong, be courageous, do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. I hope that you followed along. I know that was a little, a little long. But there's a message here this morning. And the title of my sermon today is Moments. Moments. I was thinking a lot this week about our church and, and, and the moment that we are finding ourselves in. And over the past several months, really my heart, my mind has been on kind of the capital C church, the, the whole body of Christ. I mean, we are in a, in a very crazy moment in this time in our history. But this week, this past week, I was thinking a lot about Numa Church, our local church. And my thought process, and that's why I, wanna, I really want to speak to our church this morning. My thought process started all the way back to December 2018. Some of y'all were here. We received a word. 
a word from God that our church would begin to see growth, spiritual growth, growth in discipleship and growth in, 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 in numbers and members, souls for Christ being one. And we receive that word. Amen. We receive that word. We received a word that that people would begin coming into the doors from all different types of cultures and backgrounds and and skin colors. And we received it, man. We praise God for it. And then my, in my thought process, I went all the way to uh, a year from then, December 2019, and how we brought vision uh, to the church. We had a vision Sunday, and we unleashed the name of, uh, of our new ministry, uh, Numa Church. We talked about you know, everything that we're trying to do uh, with, 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 the, with the building, st- many of which we've already started. We talked about the mission of the church, how we wanted to be a church that would be moved and led and empowered by the Spirit. And we talked a lot about revival. Talked a lot about revival. And we talked about how revival would begin with the individuals of this house. And how what would happen in our homes would begin to happen in here, which would begin to be taken out there into the world. And we received those words and we were excited about it. Both ministries, both our Spanish ministry, our English ministry, they were on board. They were excited. We went into 2020 with a bang. The first message that I preached was entitled, uh, look at the facts about how when we look at the reality of our situation, it oftentimes distracts us from the reality of the power of God over every real circumstance that we face. And when we look at the facts, we often forget about faith. And so we were ready to enter the land of promise. We've been waiting for it. And then it just got put on hold for a minute. Around March. And we became distracted with what was going on in our world. And of course, we can't ignore what's what's going on in our world. I mean, that, that would be counterintuitive to... To, to the mission of the church. But, but in our distraction, maybe we forgot about where God promised to take us. And can I just tell you this morning, church, that we are still on that path. We are still moving forward. We are, we are still on our way to receiving what God has in store for us. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 6, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. In other words, when when you live a life that is God-centric and you're walking in the promises that God has given to you and your focus is just God, so you're moving forward, the destination to get to God is not confusing. It's not confusing. He will make your path straight. It's a straight shot because all you're doing is, is following God. Nothing confusing about it. You know those directions that you get sometimes where it's like, okay, first you're going you're gonna to go straight, then you're going to make a left, you make another left, and then you make a right, and then you can go straight, and then you're going to go straight at the fork in the road, but you're like, is it like a left straight or is it like a right straight because it's a fork, right? It, it's, it's confusing. But, but when, when your focus is, is God, and, and God is the only thing that you're after, and, and you're trying just to walk in the ways of the Lord... It's just a straight shot. That's why it says acknowledge him in all you do, and he will make your path straight. All you got to do is get closer to him daily. Spend time with him daily. Pray to him daily. Seek him daily. 
It's a straight shot. But this is where I got to do a little bit of preaching. Because just because it's a straight shot doesn't mean that it's easy. Straight doesn't mean easy. Straight doesn't mean that it comes without obstacles. Going straight doesn't mean that it's going to be without delays or, or attacks or, or traffic, uh, tra- traffic jams. It's not confusing, but it's not easy to get through the road to your destination. And so I believe as a church, we have been one that has stayed focused. We have been one that, that knows where it's headed. We haven't lost sight of that. It's just, it hasn't been exactly, nor is it going to get easy. And there's one word that came to mind this week that I want to share with you because, man, as Christians, man, we, we tend to get tired. We tend to get tired. Amen. There's a, there's a song. Uh, it's in Spanish. Uh, it begins with cansado del camino. It means I, I'm, I'm tired of this walk. I'm tired. I am worn out. We get tired as Christians. We get tired of always trying to stay positive. We get tired of, of waiting. We get tired of, of having to be the example. We get tired of not having our prayers answered. Come on, I know I'm talking to somebody. We get tired of receiving terrible news week after week. And, and if you look through scripture, Job got tired of suffering. Moses got tired of leading. Sarah got tired of waiting. David got tired of running. And Elijah got tired of serving. We get tired. And when we get tired, we grow weary. And if we get weary, we tend to, to try to, to find a way to, dis, uh, to, to soothe that discomfort, which often means we stop chasing the promise. And so like somewhere along the way, we deem our promise unworthy of our tiredness, so we quit. And so I want to give you a word this morning that came to mind this past week, is that we as a church, we as Christians have to be resilient. We have to be resilient. And I want you to ask yourself this morning, am I resilient when it comes to my faith? Because you cannot say God is good only in the good times. You're not resilient if that's about as far as you go. And the word resilient means to be able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. Are you resilient in your faith? It's quiet in this room because we don't have anybody in here. I don't know what you're thinking. But are you resilient? I'm reading through this passage and I notice something in God's delivery of this promise. Right? He's, he's giving Joshua the promise and he's painting a beautiful picture for him. He says, this is everything that I'm going to give you. He's giving him vision. And it's beautiful. And I'm sure he's excited about it. And he's ready to cross over the Jordan into the land that was promised to his ancestors. He's ready. But three times we cannot ignore something that the Lord says. He says to Joshua three times, be strong and be courageous. He has to reassure Joshua that he will not leave him nor forsake him. Because it it feels that way sometimes. Sometimes it feels like God gives you a word and then he leaves you with the devil to babysit you. 
That's what it feels like. But I, w- I want to tell you why it feels that way. See, the, the, the devil knows, church, what you're doing and where you're going. He's got the blueprints, man. He's got a hold of them. I don't know how he does it, but he's got them. When it comes to our church, he knows the promises that have been given to us. He knows what's coming. So if God God is mindful of me, which I believe that he is, then that means that the enemies of God are also mindful of me. And see, the devil was there from the beginning with Adam and Eve. What was he doing? Trying to deceive. He was there when David was promised to be the one by which the Messiah would come. And he tried to have David killed by uh, King Saul. He was there when Jesus was born and tried to eliminate that promise by, by having him killed by Herod. He was there to tempt Jesus before he began his ministry. And then he was there during the ministry of Jesus in the form of Judas to get him killed. The closer you get to God, the closer the enemy gets to you. And that's just the truth. And see, uh, the the devil, he he scouts for God-given promises because he knows that stopping you will only ever be his only form of victory. And so if he can mess some things up for you in your life, and if he can cause some confusion in your life, and some doubt in your life, and some abandonment in your life, well, then he's won that battle. Because that means that you don't get the promise that God had in store for you. Now, I am not one of those people who credits the devil for every little thing that goes wrong in your life. Sometimes life just sucks, guys. Sometimes, you know, a flat tire is just a flat tire. Devil didn't give you a flat tire. Devil didn't stop your alarm from going off. Not everything wrong that happens is from the devil. But I will say this. And we can see this in scripture. The devil does find ways to capitalize on what does go wrong. Because he's an opportunist. Because if if he can get you to be so angry that you sin as a result of that flat tire, he's won that battle. And, And if he can find a way to make you doubt God because it's been taking a while for you to get to where God said you were going to get to. Well, he's going to run with that opportunity. Even when you're in a season of testing, anyone feel like they're in a season of testing? We get there sometimes. And God, what are you doing? What are you putting me through right now? And there's, there's times when you know that it's a test. God is testing you. But even in the tests, man, the devil's a ground feeder, man. So whenever you're being tested by God, that's an opportunity for the devil to, to tempt you during that test. If you're going to be tested by God, you're probably going to be tempted by the devil. And see, Joshua was about to enter a season of promise. But it wasn't going to be easy. He knew the destination. He saw it. He pictured it. He envisioned it. He knew exactly where he was going. As long as he stayed faithful to God, his path would remain straight. But be strong Be courageous. Do not fear because there will be moments of weakness. There will be moments of fear. There will be moments of doubt. There will be moments of discomfort. There will be moments of questioning. There will be moments of fatigue. There will be moments of of you can fill in the blank. 
But the promise still stands. We just have to get past the moment. And that is where it gets so difficult. Because that is where, that is where the test really begins. You know, we, 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 haven't, uh, we haven't been in the church building for, for a few months now. And, and maybe that's an opportunity to get you to stop going to church altogether. All and and we kind of see it happening in different churches. I don't believe it's going to happen in our church, praise God. But but it's an opportunity. And and your moment of of complacency or comfortableness can result in an abandonment of your promise. We're also in a very if you haven't noticed if you haven't been on, online lately, we're in, a, we're in a hypersensitive political culture right now where you can't say as much as two words without a Christian attacking you, you on, your, on the comments. The devil didn't do that. We did it. But maybe he can incite division where the kingdom community turns on, on each other. We're going to face moments, church. We're going to face moments. Sometimes the moment will be a test. Sometimes it'll be an attack. Other times it'll be a temptation. Sometimes it'll be a complete halt of progress where, where nothing gets done. But we have to stay resilient. We have to be able to withstand whatever comes our way and get past the moment and get past the obstacle so that we can continue moving forward into that land of promise. And I don't want you to forget about where we're headed, church. I don't want you to forget about it. I don't want you to forget about where you're headed in your life. God made you a promise, man. God made you a promise. And I, I, I want to just encourage you today. I might, know, I might not know what your promise is, but, but God does. And you know it. And, and so if I could just give you some tough love, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you to just get up and stop crying and keep going because God's promises don't return void. I'm believing, church, that we are just moments away from getting that word that we received. We're just moments away from revival. I'm going to have Will come up. Can you just play some keys? We are moments away. Maybe you are just moments away from your breakthrough. Don't let the moment break you. Because, man, God, God, you are doing something. He is doing something. And I don't, I don't know all the time whether something is a temptation, whether something is an attack, whether something is, is a test, a lot of times it, it, it's really, really hard to decipher some of those things. But if we know that in all things, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, we can keep on moving forward and we can see the victory and we will see the victory. In Jesus' name. I want to pray with you real quick. I just wanted to deliver this word this morning because I don't want you to forget where God has promised to take us. And I don't want you to forget where God has promised to take you.
maybe your family, maybe your ministry, maybe your, your career. I, I, I don't know what it is, but, but I don't want you to forget about it because you're distracted by a moment. Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit, come on, mess us up, my God. Let us not be led by emotions, Father. Let us be led by your Spirit, my God. In every decision that we make, Father God, let it be you who speaks, Father. Let it be you who moves us, my God. Because we have not abandoned the promise. We have not abandoned it, Father God. We are still moving forward, my God, to the revival that is going to happen in this place. We are still moving forward, my God, to see this house, Father, filled with new believers, my God, filled with young people, filled with old people, my God, filled with people who love you, Father, and are getting closer to you daily, Father. I am holding on to that word. And right there where you're at, why don't you just begin to pray? Come on, wherever you're at, just, just close your eyes. And just let God know, God, I haven't, I haven't forgotten. Forgive me for my moments of weakness. Forgive me, my God, for my moments of doubt and my moments of fear. Because I know that your word says to be strong and courageous. I know that your word says do not be dismayed. I know that your word says that you haven't left me and you will never forsake me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, my God. Amen. 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 Glory to God, church. <clears throat> I just wanted to share that very a short word. It was a short word this morning, but it was, it was very direct and to the point. And uh, I, I, I felt it strong in my spirit this week to let you know, man, that, that God, God hasn't forgotten about the promise. The question is, have we? I'm making a declaration as a pastor of this church that we're still moving forward to where God has promised to take us. And I want to challenge you to join us and believe with us. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thanks for listening. If you'd like some more information on Numa Church, visit us on our website at mynumachurch.org. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe or share it with your friends on social media and tag us at mynumachurch. Thanks again and God bless.